At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas, the other half of your hosting team today, out in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon. Pritch, good afternoon. Great to be with you today. Pritch, it was a, it was a weird night for me last <laughs> night. It was a weird night, I tell you what. As a Sox fan, I got I went with the Yankees, uh, ended up regretting that uh, very quickly when Bogarts hits the two-run homer. But, uh, Pritch, you see that line movement, minus 125 yesterday, end up closing like minus 130, minus 135. So, Goes to show you beating the closing number, uh, CLV, as a lot of people call it, right. closing line value. It's not always going to win, uh, but it is, it, is, it is a good sign if you can bet numbers uh, better than what they close at. Kind of shows you're reading the market. But I'm burying the lead here, Pritch. It was brutal for me last night. I'm in a group text with all my buddies I grew up playing baseball with in Western Mass. They're all going nuts for the Sox. Here I am quietly saying what an idiot I was for taking the Yankees. So uh, I give congrats to our program director, John Goulet. It was funny, Pritch. I'm a Sox fan, bet the Yanks last night. Our buddy John is a Yankees fan who bet the Sox last night. So I think it just goes to show you, uh, take your favoritism out of it. Sure. Bet, make the best bet you feel you can make, the strongest, sharpest bet you can based on the way you've handicapped the games. I, of course, look at line movement, percentages, historical data. Uh, but but the Sox are advancing now, Pritch, and they're about plus 120 here uh, yep. against the Rays in the next series. Uh, and that's the, I think the Rays are like minus 150. They've ticked up a little bit here. But excited we got another wild card game tonight. Big number here with the Dodgers and the Cardinals. We got our buddy Adam Birkin studio. I got some WNBA late in the show here, Pritch. Uh, and then also, I, it's not a teaser Tuesday, but I think it's kind of a teaser Wednesday. There's a lot of games across the NFL that are going through key numbers if you can tease them six points. So maybe we can hit on 
couple of those. But Pritch, how are you feeling? What did you think of that game last night? Well, I, I felt for you, uh, to be honest with you, because as a better, <laughs> certainly, um, I, I, I can only imagine what that's like uh, to bet against your team that you're a fan of. But that's the betting world that we live in, I guess, right? You want to catch those tickets. But uh, maybe you celebrate it anyway because of the Boston Red Sox winning uh, that wild card matchup. We do have Adam Burke in studio. We do have. Uh, NL uh, wild card action uh, a little bit later too that we're going to break down uh, with Adam as well as college football National Football League. Uh, I tell you what, teasers are so popular right now too, Josh, and everybody's talking about those. So certainly uh, we'll look at that, those angles when it comes to the National Football League. But we got to get to some news here coming from your way again. Here's Boston on the map, or at least New England. Um, you know they made a trade here: uh, Defensive Player of the Year, All Pro player Stephon Gilmore. Uh, is now a Carolina Panther. Uh, he's from that area, I believe, Rock Hill, South Carolina, I believe. So he's going back to the Carolina Panthers via trade. Uh, your thoughts on that move? I'm looking at Carolina and the Eagles here. Uh, the Eagles, actually Carolina laying three and a half now uh, on this news. Also reported Christian McCaffrey in pads today. Uh, we'll have to look at the injury report to see if he participated in practice or not. But how about these moves by Carolina? Yeah, it was a really interesting morning if you're a Patriots fan like me because I woke up and it's and uh, basically the news was that the Patriots released Stephon Gilmore. So I automatically thought to myself, you know, hey, this is a long time coming. I think these these two parties, both the Gilmore camp and the Patriots, the Belichick camp, they just couldn't come to terms. Uh, you saw the Patriots give him a bump in salary last year. He wanted more money this year. They refused to give it to him. He was coming off an injury. Uh, he put on the pup list. I think Belichick, part of this move pitch to me was creating salary cap space to bring in Jamie Collins. The Patriots have now the third tour of duty for Jamie <laughs> Collins coming here back to New England. Uh, but I think, obviously, it's a great move, I think, for Carolina. Now, this guy, you got to see with his, his torn quad, you know, how he, uh, how he looks out there. I think the Patriots didn't want to give him more money or a bigger deal because he wouldn't get out there and kind of prove to the, the team that he was healthy. He kind of was playing that, uh, not, not like, a, you know, uh, you know, kind of like sit out or, or hold out, but like a hold in, like you show up to the facility just so they don't find you, but you really are doing very little to get on the field. So I think with Belichick, he just said, Hey, let's create a salary cap space. And I also think with Belichick, he'd let him sign at the end of the year and get a compensatory draft pick back. So uh, obviously with Carolina, I think it's a great buy low spot. You give a six round pick. If Gilmore is the Gilmore uh, who's motivated and he's coming back to South Carolina, our buddy Patrick Maher, uh, another Gamecock there. So I know Patrick's excited about this move here. Uh, but Pritch, the way it's affecting a couple lines, you talked about Philly and Carolina. Now it's intriguing to me, Carolina, you know, Gilmore, I don't think he's eligible to play in this. He could come back, I believe, in week six. Uh, or maybe he can be removed from the pup list a little earlier. Both Carolina here, Pritch, you mentioned McCaffrey. You know, maybe he's going to play in this game. That'd be a surprise to me. I thought he'd be out a little bit longer. But we have seen a move toward the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of these books open Panthers minus four and a half. There's a very popular bet here, I think, with Carolina. Even though they lose that game to Dallas and don't cover, Carolina three and one, Philly one and three. Also, Carolina three and one ATS, Philly one and three ATS. So I think this is a classic, you know, better team, uh, better ATS record at home, laying a short number. Three out of four bets are on Carolina. But a little bit of sharp money, it appears, toward Philly. They go from plus four and a half to three and a half. Mm -hmm. You also look at these short road dogs that we've talked about, you know, uh, plus six or less. They've been great this year in the last couple of years, more than uh, 60% ATS. Now, the New England game is intriguing to me, Pritch, because uh, it's not just the bringing in Jamie Collins, trading out, uh, obviously, Stephon Gilmore, but the Patriots have a lot of COVID issues on their offensive line. Michael Wenu, Isaiah Wynn, a lot of these guys, uh, we don't know if they're going to be able to play this game. I think a lot of people are probably going to use New England and Survivor this week. Uh, but I would, I, I think the Patriots eke this thing out, but we did see this line open Patriots minus nine. It's down to eight and a half here, Pritch. So I think this is one of the teaser opportunities to take advantage of. We're showing nine and a half on our screen, but I'm seeing a lot of nines or eight and a half. If you can find an eight and a half here, 
and take the Patriots down to minus two and a half. Again, the long teaser, you go through the seven, you go through the three, that could be a teaser spot. Yep. Uh, and Pritch, also keep an eye on the total. Open 39, one of the lowest totals you'll ever see. It's up to 39 and a half. I got a system here when the total is really low, 42 or lower, the over is about 56%. So uh, what are your thoughts here, Pritch? Were you surprised by the Gilmore news? And, uh, and is that a good spot to buy low after that J.C. Horn injury? Uh, for Matt Rule to add another defensive piece here. Well, I've been high on Carolina all year, to be honest with you. I have them picked uh, to make the playoffs in our uh, pro football betting guide. Uh, I think this adds to the mix. Once he becomes available, the, the more interesting news to me uh, was Christian McCaffrey in pads today. And again, wanting to find out if he's practicing and will he go uh, this week. Uh, but New England, uh, intriguing. We showing, we're showing nine and a half, minus nine and a half still out here at the South Point with the Patriots against the Texans. Uh, I think Belichick feels pretty good about his situation. The indicator to me uh, defensively was when he did kick that 56-yard field goal, uh, thinking that he had a solid game plan against Tom Brady defensively. Uh, and so, you know, when you think about coaches that way, creatures of habit, uh, if they feel like they got it going defensively, uh, now Stephon Gilmore becomes expendable from that standpoint. So uh, the futures uh, for the Patriots will be interesting to find that out and, or figure that out and certainly the win total uh, and, and what the season could present for the Patriots. But we have to bring in Adam Burke right now. So much to get to, not a lot of time to get to it. Uh, so without further ado, let's welcome in Adam Burke of Easton Sports Betting Analyst. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Pritch. Real quick, I just want to mention, with that number still being 9.5 out here and also seeing Minnesota going up to 9, 9.5, mm-hmm. looks like the odds makers are trying to incorporate some more teaser protection yeah. into the marketplace because teasers have been very, very profitable so far. They have to come up with some kind of defense mechanism, and they're going to play around with the lines as a result. So I think that's why 9.5 still here with Chris Andrews in the group and then also seeing that Minnesota line go up as well. Right. Be careful about teasers right now because everybody, I mean, everybody and their mother, Josh, they're talking about teasers right now and how profitable they have been. You're totally right, Pritch. And I think, again, look at these numbers, and I think that, you know Adam brings up a great point. The books know this. I think right. it used to be, and you can tell how teasers, the two-point or the two-team six-point teaser is really the preferred method. You know, we've talked about this. Adam's done a great job on the Visa newsletter and, and, and Burke's blurbs here uh, going through the multiple key numbers. But don't just bet teasers just like, oh, and I think a lot of people do this in the, the recreational bettors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tease just to get a better number. No, do it strategically. Make right. sure you're going through those key numbers. I think that's really, really important. And here's another thing. You know, back in the day, you know, you go back five, 10 years, you know, a two-team uh, six-point teaser was like, Minus 110, minus 115. Now it's minus 120, minus 130. So the books are increasing the juice on these two-team six-point teasers. Why are they doing that? Because a lot of bettors are picking up on this, go through multiple key numbers and take advantage. I think it's the biggest indication here that teasers have a lot of value. You know, Adam Burke in studio with us, Easton Sports Betting Analyst here. Uh, and Adam certainly got some thoughts on survivor pools or, or contests that we need to get to. Uh, but then also injury news uh, with Garoppolo, San Francisco. Is he going to go? Is he not going to go? We've seen uh, a, surgence, a resurgence here of rookie quarterbacks 4-0 ATS uh, this following week. Uh, what about the 49ers going up against Carolina this weekend? Yeah, I, I do like the 49ers here this week taking on the Cardinals. And and look, I mean, I don't think it matters necessarily to me if it's Trey Lance or if it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. But for me, you know, look, the Cardinals are getting this narrative that they're mm-hmm. the best team in football. And, and maybe they are. I mean, look, they just scored a really nice win over the Rams last week. But keep in mind, they're a missed field goal away from losing to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And also, they trailed Jacksonville by nine late in the third quarter in that game on the road kicked a field goal to make it a two-point game, and then Trevor Lawrence threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen in my life, that really swung that game. Yeah. So it's almost like people are just kind of 
ignoring the fact that the Cardinals struggled with the Vikings and also with the Jaguars because of what they did in that Rams game last week. So I think this line is a little bit too high. The 49ers were a, a right side loser last week. They won the box score, almost doubled up Seattle in yards, had two more yards per play, found a way to lose the game anyway. So I like the 49ers this week, probably my favorite play here in the NFL, where I think that the Cardinals perception isn't exactly on par with reality. Adam, let me talk to you about our first London game here. So at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, uh, don't sleep in uh, too late, guys, on Sunday. Don't don't be too crazy Saturday night. It's a 9.30 a.m. kickoff, which is great if uh, now we have full full day action here. But this matchup here, Adam, I've seen some movement toward the Jets. A lot of these books open, you know, Atlanta minus four, three and a half. Any, uh, any you know, hooks there or if there was a four, immediately, immediately got down to the key number of three. So Jets, to me, looks like look like they're taking in some action, coming off that big win. We do know those short road dogs, six or less. Uh, have been great. Also, dogs with a line move in their favor, just in general, the 58% ATS last couple of years. Any thoughts on the Jets? And then also, I think the over is getting a little bit of money here, Adam. What do you think of the over? It opened like 44. It's up to around 45 and a half. We've seen historically these London games. They're about 60% to the over. We do have the Falcons giving up the most points in the league. I think around 32 points a game. Yeah, this was one on Sunday night that I wrote about for vcin.com talking about three early lines that I liked for week five or uh, yeah, for week five here. And the Jets were one of them. You know, I mean, the Jets, I think they played really well last week. The defense looks good. Wilson looks a little more comfortable. And the Falcons offense just looks bad under Art Smith so far. So uh, I just think that the Jets are, are, you know, worth the play at three and a half, not here at three. All right. We're off and rolling here on the program. Uh, Indeed helps find a great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I mentioned it. Uh, earlier, uh, we got a long way to go, but a short time to get there. So we still have Adam Burke in studio. NL wildcard action that game. We're going to break that down. Come up next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the -the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so is our guest in studio, Adam Burke, VSIN sports betting analyst here uh, in studio with us. So, Adam, the NL wildcard situation, we got the Cardinals uh, and the Dodgers. You know, when I look at this game, you got the Cardinals in a hot winning streak. They got hot at the right time uh, against a dominant pitcher, probably the best pitcher in the game right now, undefeated with his new team after the trade deadline. Uh, how do you see it? Yeah, you know, in looking at this one, look, I mean, the Cardinals are a great story. Obviously, they've been a very successful organization for a very long period of time. But even with winning 17 games in a row, they still finished the regular season with a plus 34 run differential. This was not a good team for the most part throughout the year. They were a very average team, a below average offense. As you said, they got hot at the right time, Pritch. And look, I took the Dodgers tonight minus 210 in that minus 210, minus 215 range. Obviously, the price has kind of gone up from there. I understand in a one-game sample, MLB is inherently high variance. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I don't fault anybody for taking the Cardinals at better than 2-1 to one tonight in this one-game playoff situation. But I like Scherzer over Wainwright. Wainwright's a guy over the last few years that's had very, very stark home road splits. The Dodgers just have the better lineup. Like The Dodgers also have the better bullpen, which is very important in the playoffs. It had to be the Dodgers tonight for me. I won't be shocked if the Cardinals win okay. just because of the nature of baseball, but it had to be the Dodgers for me. And, and Dodgers-Giants is the series that I think everyone wants to see, uh, except for Giants fans. Adam, I'm right there with you. And just real quick, one interesting thing I noticed from BetMGM, the splits they gave us, only 36% of bets are on the Dodgers, but it accounts for 64% of the money. So that's one of those classic 
Lopez higher dollars discrepancy plays that I like to look for. I think a lot of people just assume everybody's on the Dodgers tonight. No, I think there's a lot of betters who say at that number, it's so big, you know, there could be value with, with the Cardinals there. Uh, I feel like the Dodgers too, maybe a run line minus one and a half at like minus 115. But I want to change gears here, Adam, just really get, get your take real quick on this next series here between Houston and the Chicago White Sox. We have a line for tomorrow. It's McCullers. We don't know the pitcher here for the White Sox yet, but they're minus 140 at home. Houston plus 130 on the road for Chicago. But uh, really, I want your take on the series price here, Adam. What do you think about this one? Because looking at these numbers, White Sox plus 105, very short dog. Astros minus 125. Uh, any lean here on who will win this series? Do you like the short number with the Astros or do you like a little plus money here with the Chai Sox? Well, certainly I wish Chicago had a healthy Carlos Rodon. I wish that was something that they had in this series that would probably change my thought process on this series because they'd be so much deeper either at starting pitcher or with their bullpen options if they move one of the starters out there. The thing of it is for me, there is a lot to unpack from this series, but as an Indians fan, now a Guardians fan, I'm used to the AL Central being really bad. So the team that wins that division is able to put up some really impressive stats with 76 games against division opponents. AL Central only division in baseball with four teams that had a losing record. So how much stock do you want to put into what Chicago did this season, given that about 45, 46% of their schedule was against division opponents. On the other hand, as I just mentioned, bullpens are really, really important. And the White Sox bullpen is significantly better than the Houston bullpen. So I prefer the Astros offense. I prefer the White Sox bullpen. It comes down to the starting rotation. And frankly, you could make a case that Chicago does have the better one. I think Houston, because they're battle-tested, because they've played more teams with a winning record, I think they're better equipped for this playoff series. But it's not one where I have a really strong opinion. And again, because the White Sox bullpen is so strong, if you're betting on a game-by-game standpoint, Mm -hmm. I think this is a great series for live betting. I really, truly think there will be some big swings in this series, particularly with that Houston bullpen and how they've struggled. I like the live betting angle. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, certainly with these divisional series prices Uh, right now. Let's get to the NL side. Um, Brewers and Braves. I mean, I'm a lifelong Brave fan. Grew up with the Braves. My family grew up with the Brewers, certainly uh, up in Milwaukee. So uh, this is right up our alley and comes uh, with this matchup in terms of this matchup. How about the Brewers and the Braves' serious price standpoint? Yeah, you know, in this one, I have to look at Milwaukee here. And I think it's kind of difficult because the Devin Williams injury is very, very critical for the Brewers. As I talked about already, you know, look, bullpens are so important in the playoffs because the starters do get the quick hook. Of course, we saw the quick hook for Garrett Cole last night. But the thing for the Braves here in this series is that they're either going to have to beat Corbin Burns twice or beat Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff in mm-hmm. order to advance. And that is not an easy thing to do. Brandon Woodruff was one of the top five guys for the Cy Young, kind of tailed off a little bit in the second half, kind of had his innings limited a little bit. Corbin Burns could very well win the National League Cy Young. The Braves are a more talented team across the board. The Brewers have more top-heavy talent. So for me, I had to take the Brewers in this series, again, due in large part to the fact that Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are going to be very, very hard to beat. One thing I will say about this series, Pritch, again, if you're betting it from a game-by-game standpoint, I look for low-scoring games here. I look for unders. Both of these teams buy weighted runs created plus graded below average in Major League Baseball. The Brewers are actually the worst offense of any team to make the playoffs. So I look for unders in this series. I look for low-scoring games where Miller Park kind of played toward uh, the pitching side here this season, and Atlanta was very good at home offensively, but I think with the pitching that they'll face in this series, I'd expect them to be held down a little bit. So I like unders on a game-by-game standpoint, and I think the Brewers do advance in what's probably a long series. 
Adam, let's transition a bit, uh, get into some football here, college football. Uh, in particular, a game that I think a lot of people may not be focused on, but I think you may have an edge on, North Texas and Missouri. Four o'clock game on Saturday. The funny thing is, you know, you look at both of these teams, uh, one and three for North North Texas. Missouri's disappointed, two, two and three. Look at the totals. You actually have Missouri, uh, four and one to the over, North Texas, four and oh to the under. So uh, kind of a, a dichotomy between the way these teams have trended thus far. But you do have North Texas coming off a bye, which is something that I always like to look for. It looks like this line has moved to North Texas a little bit. Open like minus 19 and a half or minus 20 at home for Missouri. We're now seeing it fall to 19 a little bit here. What do you think, Adam? Would you grab the points here with North, North Texas against a Missouri team that's been kind of disappointing to start the year? You know, Josh, I'm actually laying the number here with Missouri. They gave up 62 points last week to Tennessee. So, you know, obviously not a good look for them at all whatsoever. I think this is a get-right game for them. They're obviously stepping down in class quite significantly. North Texas, 116th in the country in yards per play offensively. So even though Missouri's defense has played really poorly to this point, North Texas is not the offense that we remember with Mason Fine, with offensive coordinator Graham Harrell, who's, of course, now at USC. Mm -hmm. North Texas is a very limited offensive team. They have to try to run the football to have success. And when you're a team like North Texas coming out of Conference USA, you're playing the SEC you are out-talented at just about every position on the field, especially in the trenches. So I don't think North Texas has any success offensively in this game. Missouri throws a lot. North yeah. Texas cannot defend the pass. I think this is a game where Missouri lets out some frustration after really playing badly the last two weeks, especially on defense. So, yeah, it looks like a bad spot for the Tigers because they're playing, you know, dropping down so far in class during SEC play. But I think Missouri rolls over North Texas here and wins this game very comfortably. Is Missouri an SEC team? Borderline. Borderline. That's a good question. <laughs> the mean green. Uh, they won't get it done. I agree with you on that one. How about uh, Temple uh, and Cincinnati? Uh, a big number here for Cincinnati. Look, they took care of business the way that they should have if they want to present uh, themselves with an opportunity at the end of the year. But maybe a letdown spot. Yeah, I think this could be a letdown spot. In fact, when I came in today, Wes Reynolds was in the studio, and we were talking about this game a little bit. You've got a Temple team here getting 29 points with mm -hmm. a total of 54. So you've got more than half the, the total on the spread here for this game. So from a math standpoint, that's kind of almost an autoplay in college football. But also for Cincinnati here, coming off the huge win in South Bend last week against Notre Dame, maybe the biggest regular season win in program history for the Bearcats, right. they play UCF next week. That's a massive game for them in the AAC, even though UCF not on the same level as we've seen them in past years. So I don't think Temple has to do a whole lot in this game to cover the number. If they get me 14 points, I think they're able to do it. So went ahead and took Temple plus 29. And this is one that I talked about in my situational spots mm -hmm. article, which you can find in the Point Spread Weekly Digital Magazine uh, for VEASAN subscribers. Or you can buy it a la carte. I think it's $9.99 for each edition. But this is a game that definitely fits the situational spot criteria, to be sure. Adam, quickly transition, uh, talk a little Survivor, maybe some teaser opportunities here. I know you're looking at the Ravens this week. So they're at home, Monday Night Football against the Indianapolis Colts. Colts finally get a win, get off the schneid there, beat Miami as a short dog there on the road last week. Obviously, Baltimore, uh, I know Pritch is upset. Uh, you know, they went for that that, that ru uh, rushing record, you know, to, uh, to put it right in the face of Fangio here. But uh, public is all over the Ravens here on a Monday Night Football matchup. Looks to me like it opened seven and it's kind of stayed seven, even though you have heavy betting on the Ravens. So maybe a little liability Colts plus the points here. But what do you think, Adam? Is this a spot to uh, play Ravens and Survivor? Would you tease them down to one? How are you approaching this Monday night game? Yeah, I think you could do both. I think if you wanted to tease the Ravens off of that seven, take them down to one, I think there's some equity with that. Also, from a Survivor standpoint, look, I mean, they have a big coaching advantage in this game. And also, they're getting healthier. They get the extra day of rest and preparation playing on Monday night football. I think it's a good time to take the Ravens here. You don't have a lot of good spots coming up because their schedule kind of ramps up a little bit. 
I think it's tough to take Tampa Bay this week. They just they don't look buttoned yeah. up. I know they're the biggest favorite on the board, but they don't look particularly good. Uh, maybe Minnesota over Detroit. That's what I did think about. But you know, I think Buff. I think uh, Baltimore is actually the survivor pick for this week. Great write up uh, and points spread weekly, also vcn.com. Absolutely, thank you Absolutely. so much. There, there he goes, Adam Burke, uh, Thanks, Adam. sports betting analyst. Outstanding job here at Vcn. Cannot wait to read his uh, his articles for sure. Uh, NFL comeback player of the year, heavy favorite, but should he be? We'll discuss next. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Nicotine uh, pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen Nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. You can also use Zen indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine customers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, covering a lot of ground here, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. We got some odds here. Uh, and into the break, I was mentioning, okay, should this guy be the favorite? Should this player, it probably should be, uh, considering the severity of his injury and the way that he's playing right now. So you got Dak Prescott, uh, minus 165 at the top of this list here as a favorite. Joe Burrow, uh, plus 750. What do you think? Yeah, this is a big, big wide gap here, Pritch. You know, really, we've seen Prescott really uh, kind of differentiate from the pack here. And again, Laburro's been pretty impressive here. I think getting off to that good start has been a bit of a surprise here for a lot of people. Uh, I would say, uh, Pritch, this weekend, the Bengals getting three points against the Packers. That's going to be one of my ultimate hazmat plays this weekend. I think everybody is just going to roll with Aaron Rodgers here at such a short number. But don't be so quick to lay that number. They may roll. We, we know anything can happen. But Bengals, they're getting like no love at all across the betting market. And that thing was like three and a half or uh, three, pretty much staying where it's at a classic line free. So Burrow's been surprising here and mm-hmm. look great. But I think Pritch right now, this to me is kind of like when we over the summer doing, uh, you know, Olympics in men's basketball, when they got down to what minus 200, something like that. I think this is the really good number here on Dak Prescott. Okay. I know it's a 165. I know you're going to have to type your bankroll here with a futures play. You're going to be have to be disciplined. You're going to have to be patient here. But I think this thing only creeps up further and further. I mean, we've seen out of Dak, you know, Pritch, we were watching, uh, you know, obviously hard knocks throughout the offseason, and there were issues. Uh, it was very drama-filled. You know, is his shoulder hurt? How's his ankle look? Barring another injury here, God forbid he gets hurt again. I know he, he can be injury-prone here. I think this line shoots up. Minus 165 to me seems low. I think if he continues on the track that he's on, you could see this get up to minus 300, minus 400. I mean, you look at his stats here, Pritch. Mm-hmm. He's got the fourth-best passer rating in the NFL. He's got 10 touchdowns, only two picks. And I don't see this offense slowing down at all. I think, if anything, they only get better with more time and, uh, you know, working with C.D. Lamb, who he really didn't have much of last year. I think it's a low number. I think it only gets higher. And I think this Dallas offense, at the end, when it's all said and done at the end of the day, Pritch, 
What if he approaches 40 touchdowns? You know, he keeps his interceptions under 10. I think this is going to be a runaway play here. Uh, and remember Big Ben? He was up here. Big Ben isn't even close anymore. I think he's been <laughs> taken off the list. I, I, what do you think, Pritch? Are you with me? Would you lay it here with Prescott? Is that a decent number at this point? I think uh, if you're interested, yeah, lay it now. Uh, our producer, Benjamin Wilson, suggests that this could be a light number two, uh, agreeing with you on that one. Uh, and I agree with both of you. You know, look, Dak Prescott went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady to start the season. Uh, and now he's carried on to this level. He could be an MVP candidate at some point, too. So w- <laughs> when you think about minus 165 for NFL Comeback Player of the Year, seems a little light right now. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And I think even, you know, let, let's think about, see what the, uh, you know, our recent audience can do here. Are we Are going to cause some steam across the market? Because I think you uncovered a great bet here. Again, I think the uh, all the planets are aligning here. Mm-hmm. Again, barring injury. I just think Prescott, as you mentioned, Pritch, you know, they're, uh, you know, one play away from that that Bucks game from being, you know, 4-0 at this point. So I think the sky's the limit. You love what you see so far. I would just say one thing, one game that caught my eye is the Giants this weekend, Pritch. I think it's a good spot to buy low on the G-men in a classic road division dog type situation. Everybody's betting Dallas. They're one of the most lopsided plays of the weekend. You're getting almost eight out of 10 bets across the market. Uh, but I like betting against these teams that always cover. To me, it's going to be with the public. Just lay it with the Cowboys. They've, they've done great. They've won three in a row. They've covered every number. Just keep rolling with it. But everyone's betting Dallas, yet it opens seven, stays seven. Mm-hmm. Even I think there are a couple of shops that are seven and a half down to seven. So that's kind of that classic divisional dog angle, 56% ATS uh, over the last decade. To me, I'd be looking at the points there. Maybe get some mojo going after that big win at New Orleans here for the G-Men last week. Perhaps another uh, teaser situation right there with the Cowboys, too. Uh, what's the better bet, though, Josh? I and mean, we, we have such a, a menu, vast menu to choose from. What's the better bet? Uh, Dak Prescott, minus 165, NFL comeback player of the year, or the Cowboys to win NFC East at minus 250. Ooh, that's a pretty good one, Pritch. I kind of like both of them. I would lean Prescott. It's a shorter price, and I think he's kind of going to run away with this a little bit here. I think with Dallas, they're looking good, but can any of these other teams, you know, show some life and get back in the race? Obviously, the football team, you know, they've been a bit disappointing, even though they get that win against Atlanta. The G-men get a win here. Uh, the Eagles, to me, Pritch, are they ever going to cover a number here? You know, we talked about earlier, they did fall a little bit, four right. and a half to three and a half against Carolina. Maybe this thing tightens up. I like Dallas to win that division, but if you're making me pay pretty much an extra dollar there to bet that pick, I'll, I'll limit the juice a little bit. I'll take Dak here to win that comeback player of the year. Okay. Sam Darnold was on that NFL comeback player of the year uh, list. I'm like, why? 10 to 1. What is he recovering from? What is he coming back from? Uh, he's coming back from PTSD in New York, in New sure. York here, Prince. That's what he's coming back Seeing from. Seeing ghosts. I mean, why is he on <laughs> this list? I mean, you got Jameis Winston, Nick Bosa's up there. Derwin James is interesting. 20 to 1, 22 to 1, excuse me. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 16 to one uh, on that list as well. Let's get to NFL coach of the year though, where it gets a little bit more intriguing. Uh, so you got Staley at the top plus 700, a lot of love for Brandon Staley right now, five games in five weeks in, here we go. A lot of love for Brandon Staley. We'll see if he can hold on and, and still, uh, have these type of performances with this football team, but Kingsbury at plus 900 gets very interesting. McVay 10 to one. Gruden 11 to one, Stefanski 14 to one, Vic Fangio 14 to one as well. Yes, I think Staley definitely proved a lot so far. Uh, You know, rookie head coach here, a lot of uh, just a lot of excitement for this guy. You Mm -hmm. know, learning under McVay and off to a good start with the Chargers. I would say Kingsbury to me plus 900 is intriguing, Pritch, because think of it this way: you know, Staley's looking great right now, but the Chiefs have struggled a bit. What if the Chiefs overlap them? You know, you're gonna have to play all these divisional games, and all they beat the Chiefs last week and look good. But uh, I, I don't know if they're, this success will continue as we get throughout the year. I think they're going to maybe come back down a little bit and you still got to deal with the Raiders and the Broncos. I know Teddy two gloves is uh, probably going to be out here a little bit. 
But I'm more intrigued by Kingsbury plus 900. I know he's, you know, sometimes gotten off to good starts and really tailed off late in pitch. When was the last time he had a winning record in pro or college? It's been a, a, a really long time here. But ever? if they can, <laughs> yeah, ever, if they continue uh, to play well in this really tough division, I think there's going to be a lot of love for uh, for Kingsbury here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also McVay. McVeigh 10 to one. I know he's kind of the, uh, I think with this award, it's the shiny new toy. It's the new coach. It's the league China, you know, bring in new blood and new excitement. But McVeigh, what if the Rams continue to roll? I know they had a, you know, a down to earth, uh, you know, come back down earth moment there last week against the Cardinals. But this team, I think is going to get in that, you know, maybe 13 win range. And if they look good and Stafford continues to play well, I kind of like all three, Pritch. Who would you lean here with the uh, the top three? Or is there anyone else on the list you're intrigued by? Well, I'm looking at McDermott, 18-1. I mean, they got a plus 90 uh, point differential right now with the Buffalo Bills. And if they beat Kansas City on the road, uh, those odds are going to change right there. I mean, you're looking at a team hitting on all cylinders right now with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, great point by you. I actually should have mentioned that, Pritch. I love that number. I'm actually surprised uh, that thing is so high. And another point here, you know, talking about the Buffalo Bills going to Kansas City. That was a play that immediately when that plus three was available for Buffalo got hit pretty hard. Yes, it's now it down to two and a half. Yeah. And that's another teaser spot. So Pritch, my angle there is I like the bills in that spot. Uh, revenge game, you know, from the AFC championship game, kind of like we saw week one, that revenge game for the Browns here. Also B- Buffalo who has been rolling here lately. And just their, their, uh, their point differentials, unbelievable. Their last three games, I think it's like 120 to like, I don't know, 10 or 15 or something like that. Uh, but also a teaser spot. If you can't, so I'm holding out for the three pitch. Mm-hmm. I want that key number of three with Buffalo. If I can't get it, two and a half, six points up, taking them to plus eight and a half. That's another teaser play there with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and you look at Josh Allen. I know he's not in that uh, that range of you know Teddy Two Gloves and Russell Wilson as a dog. But look at Josh Allen as a dog in his career, 14 and eight ATS, getting points, 64%. I'm holding out for the three. If I don't get it. That's, I think it's a really good teaser spot to go to eight and a half there with, with uh, Buffalo on the road. Josh, I was wondering what kind of news could uh, move that number uh, or maybe a significant bet, uh, perhaps. Uh, I think that's what you would be looking for to get to three. I mean, Josh Gordon's going to play, I believe, for the Chiefs. That's not going to impact that line at all. Yeah, I don't think Gordon really impacts it at all. But I, I think the, the point here is, will there be any you know wise guys coming in and, yeah. and really buying low on that minus two and a half? Because anytime you're at a two and a half, I always look at, you know, does it continue to fall toward the dog or is there buyback back to three? Because if you are a pro and you've capped this game at a three point game, minus two and a half has value because you're below the key number. And now a field goal game wins you that bet. So we'll have to see how this plays out right now. Pritch, I think it's a waiting game. A lot of this mm-hmm. juice is either minus 110, maybe slightly, uh, maybe minus 115 at a couple of shops to Kansas City. But to me, it would be a big wager from some respected betters to push that thing back to three. NFL coach of the year odds to Matt rules on that list, 16 to one uh, indicating that there might be all in this year trading for Stephon Gilmore. We'll see how that plays out when Stephon Gilmore uh, becomes available to you. What do you think? 16 to one right there. Yeah, that's intriguing as well. And again, we, we beat the drum of this uh, quite a bit here on the show, but yeah. Matt rule year two is when he really gets going temple mm-hmm. Baylor. I also like that. They were aggressive. You know, you lose JC horn who they're really high in as a corner. What do you do? You bring in CJ Henderson, you bring in uh, Gilmore here defensive coach he's got a lot of pieces he can use on that chessboard i kind of like that play 16 to 1 time to go shopping some interesting numbers right there nfl coach of the year odds uh, available to you coming up next on the program market insights from josh applebaum nl wild card game also college football we'll get to all of that come up next
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get your payout before the game is out with BetMGM. Place a Moneyline wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you'll win. It's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week to the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? We'll try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. If you're new to BetMGM, download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Uh, make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more points, you'll win at the half. 
Only at BetMGM, the king of sports books. Opt-in is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so, Josh, it comes ta- down to this with us in Market Insights, uh, NL Wildcard. Uh, we have the breakdown from BetMGM uh, pr- ticket percentages, 64% for the Cardinals. Uh, the handle, 64% for the Dodgers there. Uh, your interpretation of this market right now? Yeah, this is really interesting here, Pritch. And I think this is something that you really don't see very often, but this is right up my alley and I love it. If you're show- if you're looking at this VEASAN board here, what you're seeing is the tickets are on the Cardinals, but the money is on the Dodgers. And that's a pretty de- big discrepancy. One way to look at it would be only 36% of bets are on the Dodgers but it accounts for 64% of the money. So just thinking through, you know, game theory, betting theory, if they're only getting a third of tickets, but two thirds of the money, then what does that mean for each wager that's on the Dodgers? It means that they're pretty big wagers coming in from mostly respected betters here overall. So I think the the interesting thing to me, Pritch, is, you know, do I want to lay a minus 230, you know, in a one game playoff where anything Mm -hmm. can happen? No, not really. But what I like about the Dodgers and the fact that I will lay this number, kind of what Adam talked about, is that it's not a classic Dodgers play where they're getting 90% of bets, they're at home, you know, you're betting a bad number. They're actually contrarian tonight. That's very, very rare. You almost never get a big favorite like this that isn't the popular play. And I think after last night, you have a lot of better saying, you know, Red Sox cash is a dog. St. Louis won 17 in a row. Wainwright had a really good year, 17 and 7, 3.05 ERA. So, hey, I'll take a shot here on the Cardinals at a big, big number. And I don't blame anyone doing that. I think that there is a, a, a you know, a, a case to be made for taking this big plus money spot here with the Cardinals. But I just love that it's a rare position. I think right. the public is split. They don't really know what to do. And they're kind of leaning, hey, let me just take the big money. Yet this thing is going to the Dodgers. They open like minus 210. They've been steamed up, you know, minus 230 around there. Uh, so I actually like this play for the Dodgers. I'm going to lay this uh, number, Pritch. Okay. You know, as always, bet to risk, not bet to win. So I'm risking my one unit, trying to get a little less than a half unit back. I think the play is Scherzer. Scherzer, who since he went to the Dodgers, got a 1.98 ERA, Pritch. Uh, also a correlative betting opportunity where when you, anytime you have a big favorite of 200 or more in a total of seven and a half or less, that's really a good spot where uh, if you're on a favorite, you want a low total. Fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they come from the better team. You also get these big favorites in postseason play, Pritch. Uh, last decade, they're 27 and 10, 73% when you're a minus 200 favorite or more. So it's kind of that rare thing where even though you're laying a big number, you're actually, in my opinion, kind of sharp here with a low bets, higher dollar discrepancy play. I'd be looking at the Dodgers here to get it done tonight. What if the unthinkable happens? We saw it last night. I mean, nobody could imagine Garrett Cole getting lit up like that or getting pulled uh, that early. Uh, Scherzer, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to bet on that. But look, anything and everything can happen in a one-game scenario. Uh, Adam Burke, who was on the program earlier, mentioned in-game opportunities. To me, that would be an ultimate in-game situation right there. Yeah, I, I totally agree here, Pritch. So let's just say maybe first inning uh, home run by Arenado or Goldschmidt. You get down one nothing. That minus 220 price is going to be a lot lower there. Maybe it's minus 150. Maybe it dips a little bit. Mm-hmm. That could be something to keep an eye out for. Also, no Scherzer over 7.5Ks. That's a prop that I've seen across okay. hashtag gambling Twitter that a lot of people I respect are on tonight. Uh, and again, low-scoring spot. Uh, both teams have trended to the under a bit here. It's going to be kind of a cooler night. You got wind blowing in a little bit. Uh, total open seven and a half, Rich. It's really juiced up under minus 120. And I see one shop that just went to seven. So if you like the under, why is it being juiced up? Because you're getting a lot of action here coming in here on the under. Well, I went shopping last night, too, for that reason. I mean, that's a big number for the Dodgers if you don't want to lay that. So I looked at team totals four and a half for the Dodgers. Bet MGM Nevada. 
Oh, I like that. And again, you, there are different ways to attack a number. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Jacob DeGrom, Pritch. This is something that Josh Towers mentioned. I think he made a great point. Like, if you want to bet the Dodgers, there are different ways to bet the Dodgers. And the, the DeGrom angle here is anytime he takes them out of the Mets, do you want to lay a minus 250? No, there are other ways to attack a situation where you still want to bet. You're basically betting the same thing that, that DeGrom wins or the Mets win or the Dodgers win in this case. But maybe you can take, you know, uh, the opposing team under, uh, you know, t- team total runs or maybe an underplay in general. Or maybe you take a run line. I know run line opportunity, you know, minus one and a half. You cut it down to around minus 115. So yeah. uh, to me, Pritch, it's a Dodgers play tonight. I really like that low bets, higher dollar ticket count. Only 36% bets, but 64% of the money. Yeah, looking at it right now, Dodgers uh, uh, team total runs uh, four and a half. Uh, and certainly for the Cardinals, two and a half right there. So do some shopping around, some other angles uh, in Major League Baseball. Okay, time for Josh's playbook. Uh, you mentioned WNBA. Where are you going here with your playbook? Yeah, big WNBA uh, spot tonight. I know my, our colleague Daniel Alvari is excited for tonight. So a couple angles, Pritch. Actually uh, have a spread in a total system match. Number one, let's talk about the total. If you look at the sun in the sky, I'm um, looking at the over 155 here. This is a big game. The sky can eliminate the sun. Sun were actually one of the favorites here to win the NBA title. They've had a great year. Uh, but the sky sun total, the over, it's two and, two and one this series. It's four and two head to head. We're starting to see it creep up a little bit, 155 up to around 155 and a half. So that postseason system that it's only five and five this year, it's not as good as it's been historically, but I'm going to stick with it. These playoff overs, uh, especially when you're 150 or higher, Playoff overs in general are around 60% uh, since 2016. If it's 150 or higher, it's around 62%. So I'm going to root for some points in an elimination game. Uh, see if we can get a lot of points here and go over that 155 and a half. And then a play that really jumped out to me that looks really, really sharp pitch is the Mercury tonight. I know you're in Vegas. I know we got a lot of <laughs> Vegas fans out there with the Aces, but I like the Mercury to close it out tonight. You have the public, and again, you know, WNBA, it's not a big public sport, but you do have a majority of bets saying, you know, the Aces are a great team. Their backs are against the wall. They're going to win tonight and stave off elimination. But I love this line movement to the Mercury. This actually opened uh, the Aces a two-point favorite on the road. It's completely flipped to a pick and I'm now seeing it hop defense to Mercury minus one. So that's my classic, you know, dog-to-fave line mm-hmm. move. And again, a niche market where these moves are really meaningful because they're coming from uh, people like Daniel Alvari and people who track and know the league and have their influential money, you know, pushing these numbers. So I'm I'm money lining the Mercury here, Pritch. I'm not going to lay the one. Another tip here is when you, if you like a game, whether it's a pick'em uh, at a pick'em number, compare the pick'em price to the money line price. For example, like you know, when I bet this earlier today, the pick'em number was minus 110 both sides. The money line was minus 105 for the Mercury. So compare. Don't just automatically bet the pick'em on the spread. Compare it to the money line. You may save yourself a little bit of juice. But yeah, my place tonight, Pritch, that sun over 155 uh, and that Mercury money line spot around minus 105, minus 110. All right. I like the insight right there, Josh Applebaum. You know, we got such a big schedule of college football coming up. Let's d- jump into a preview real quick with Penn State, Iowa, uh, a top five matchup. By the way, Lou Finnecaro is going to be on a program tomorrow as well as a, a complete breakdown, a further breakdown of college football. But this line uh, is intriguing to me, Josh, because you talked about pick em situations. You got Iowa laying two. Uh, against Penn State at home, totals 41. Uh, is this close enough for a money line situation, do you think? It could be. Uh, the way this is trending, Pritch, this wasn't a game that I had a strong you know, feeling about in terms of the data, but I think today you've seen some movement. I think with college football, uh, it's not quite like the NFL. To me, it takes a little bit longer to kind of read the market because we get these NFL games that are super heavily bet you know, pretty early in the week. College, it takes a little bit longer to kind of see this action come in, and maybe pros are waiting for a number, maybe the public – uh, you know, it's not Saturday yet. They're going to bet these games late in the mm-hmm. week. What I go, this one, Pritch, is this late move to Penn State. I'm looking okay. at Penn State 
plus the points here. I know Iowa's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, they've gotten me a couple times here. Don't give me the PTSD from Maryland here last <laughs> week uh, where they get rolled. But uh, I like the, this late move. So a lot of these books, if you look at yesterday, we're at Iowa around minus two, minus even two and a half at one point. It's now down to one and a half, two or one and a half. So this thing is moving toward Penn State, even though the public is all over Iowa here. I'll grab the points. I know you're off the key number. Um, I don't really know if threes were ever really that available. It was kind of in that, you know, two and a half, two, one and a half type range. But late movement is going toward Penn State here. And a couple systems that I like. When you get two top five teams, just take the dog. Very, very simple here, Pritch. Uh, it's one and oh this year, but it's 61% ATS the last decade. You also look at a, uh, a road dog uh, with a low total. Uh, a low total in this one of 41. Pritch, we don't get a lot of these low totals like that in college football. We're used to 50s, 60s, 70s. That thing actually fell. Maybe it's a really low scoring game, 42 and a half to 41. But dog low total is mm -hmm. always a good correlative betting spot. Uh, and then also you look at these short road dogs, uh, plus six, uh, plus four or less in college football. That's the distinction here. They're doing great this year. Uh, I think they're around 62% overall. I'd be looking at uh, taking Penn State here, Nittany Lions plus the points. All right. Uh, this shapes up to be a typical Big Ten matchup to me, uh, probably a field goal game. That's why you got this total or this line that we have right now. Uh, certainly the total, 241. I mean, uh, when you look at this matchup, too, Iowa's been pretty good at taking the ball away, and you wonder how conservative. Both teams will be in a prime time, uh, really 4 o'clock Eastern, uh, but a situation where you have two top five teams. You're totally right, Pritch. And that under, maybe another reason for that under love, you're looking at winds around 17 to 20 miles an hour there yeah. at Iowa. So maybe, maybe that's a reason why we see this line falling. All right, great job. Good luck. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Appreciate it, Pritch. Great job. You too. That'll do it for us. The Edge coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.